Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, and if you want to catch up on the latest in amateur and Olympic wrestling, there's only one podcast to listen to. Subscribe to Bashamania, the Bashamania podcast, and have a nice day. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Bashmania. This is episode 77, and Roman Bravo Young is back on the show today. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to subscribe to Bashamania. And if you enjoy this episode, be sure to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's Bashamania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. And we are back. Roman Bravo Young, back on the show. How are you, man? Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's not just your friend, but as a wrestling fan, you've sure provided some entertainment <laughs> over the last couple of months. you you got to be one of the most active collegiate wrestlers on the scene right now. <laughs> yeah, I only got a short window to do this. I got I to gotta, yeah, gotta use my platform while I can. And it's funny because... You know, you obviously were just in the flow event and you beat Jack Mueller, I think, 8-1. And one of the first things I noticed at that event is how much you're still in shape. How are you staying in such good shape? So many people look rusty and, you know, not their best. You're looking like peak RBY. How are you doing that? Yeah, you know, I'm always working out. I'm always traveling. People keep up with me. I'm all over the map and... uh I spent a lot of time out there with uh, one Archer Mudd and TJ Dillashaw. We were just working. We don't mess around. That training lab stuff, some good stuff. And, uh, yeah, we were grinding. You know, one's getting ready to fight. And I was just training with him alongside his camp. I think it's got fight. I think it's probably got pushed uh, back a little bit. But we were hitting mitts, wrestling. I was going with Joey McKenna. We yeah. were doing jiu-jitsu. And um, so I was just moving. I was, uh, I was just – I just always find a way to work out no matter, no matter the circumstances. And uh, that's quarantine stuff or COVID. It's not holding me back. And, and I want to talk about training with Sebastian Rivera in a minute, but, you know, to that effect, like, you are, I see you at the training lab in California. I see you in Arizona. I see you in New Jersey. I see you all over the place. Are you reaching out to people, or how are you making all this happen? Well, see, I've, I've, everyone that I, I work out with, I've been cool with a while. People just don't know, like, who I'm cool yeah. with. I just don't make it out there known. But, no, I mean, everyone wants to work out, and uh, we just come together and make it happen. Like, I know you saw my tweet the other day. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's no ego in, when I'm working out with someone I want to like, if anything, I'm going to pick his brain, learn. And he has, he wants to ask me questions and, uh, just little things like that. Like I was saying that, uh, I'm cool with everyone, you know, I help grow my brand. I'm cool with everyone. I got, don't have problems with anyone. And, um, you know, it's lifelong relationships outside of wrestling. We're hanging out where 
going out, we're eating together, like we're just having a good time doing what kids do outside of wrestling. Like wrestling is just a small thing we do in our daily lives. So I think some people probably take that stuff too serious. For sure. And, and I want to talk specifically about Rivera, but, you know, to touch on the flow event real quick, you know, because I know you were recently yeah. just training with Mueller. Like, how was it competing when, you know, you haven't competed here in, a, in an actual match in, you know, five, six months? What was that like to be back on the mat with a referee competing, doing your thing out there? You know, uh, I'll, get, I'll get props to flow. You know, they got a little backlash and stuff lately, but, uh, you know, it was a fun event. The lead up was amazing. The videos, the promos, you know, they really, they really focused, uh, the, uh, their social media platforms on us and, uh, grew my brand. And, uh, this the lead up was, it was fun. You know, I was excited to wrestle. I wanted to compete. Uh, my last match was against Rivera. I lost. So, you know, I was just itching to get back on the, yeah. on the mat. I was out there training so much. I wanted to see where my training was at. And, uh, I broke my toes. So I had a little adversity <laughs> like back, back when, uh, back when COVID first hit, I had broken my toes. So I was pissed about that. And then, you know, I was just, ups and downs i was still mad that the season will cancel so i just want to get on the mat and uh and just see where i'm at you know put on a show i didn't care win or lose like I'm, i didn't get any money off that stuff so i'm just out there doing it because i love to do it you know what i mean yeah yeah i know it's gonna get paid and all but at the end of the day if you love something you're gonna do it no matter what i think the lead-up was fun and it dude was i just i just watched a podcast or a youtube video yesterday and dana white was saying that joe rogan who just got an insane Spotify podcast deal and makes a ton of money. He did his first 15 commentating gigs with the UFC for free. People don't realize everybody's afraid to do what they do for free because they're worth money. Like, yeah, you're worth money, but when you do it for, for the love of the game, your passion shows and it only leads to more money in the long run. You're not leaving it on the table. And I think you're a good example of that. Like, you know, the, the whole conversation of college kids making money one thing but i think you have the right perspective of you're not just doing it to get paid you're doing it because you want to put the sweat equity in building your brand you want to do what you love and i think that shows when you step on the mat yeah and then like just little things like that and then like uh going off that like uh i had a good performance and guess what 50 emails 50 calls keep us coming yeah. to camp coming to camp and i'm like guess what that's more money in my pockets let's yeah. do it you know so so i'm just everywhere you know i'm I'm just, just out here wrestling, hustling, grinding, just like a normal kid. And uh, the way I see it is, like, I only got so long to do this before I got to get into the real world. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. So I'm just enjoying it, you know, making as many connections as I can and uh, just trying to inspire other people. And you mentioned that your last match in college right now was your loss in the Big Ten Finals to Sebastian Rivera. And you spent last week training with him. How did that come about? What was that like? Well, you know, he's always been my boy. So, uh, and if you watch that last uh, interview, floated on him when he was out there training with Alvarez before that match, he said, uh, we actually talked about it in one of the car rides. He was like, when I go out and wrestle everyone, I hate, I hate all of them. Like, <laughs> they're all dead to me except one person, and it was you. You know, he always, he always had respect for me. And uh, yeah, uh, the feelings mutual. Uh, and we just hit, uh, hit each other up on Instagram. Was like, yeah, like, yo, let's work out. And then when, uh, we hung yeah. out to Jersey Shore. We were in Seaside. Uh, we're on the boardwalks. You know, we're just having a good time and doing what college kids do. And then uh, and then training hard. And then that led to Mueller hitting us up. So, and then now other people want to come. And then it is, it's just like an ongoing thing. We got uh, Shane Van Ness to come out. Shane Van Ness to come yeah. out. 
and it's not everyone wants to come do it and like it just grows you know what i mean so then that's why i tweeted that tweet i was like look we all just come together and uh just scrap it out and everyone has a different feel like why not what are we afraid of we're afraid to show what we're good at who cares was that a natural thing for you to do to drop your ego and say i don't care if i lost a match i think hey because i lost the match he can help me get better like was that a natural progression for you bro i don't i don't care wrestling at least in my words i think people are, yeah it's what's uh it's put me where i'm at today but it's not sure. that serious you know it's a it's a sport we do it uh we do it because that's what we love to do and what we're good at but i think social media gets things twisted up a little bit i mean oh, that's also sure. just going off a going off the kale's mindset you know it's just wrestling we're gonna get more matches so we can't really do all in the past and uh i think yeah. honestly just being out here he's really changed my perspective on wrestling and make it makes me uh, enjoy it more and realize the uh, value to life yeah and kale makes you question your passions Kale's a guy who you know he doesn't he's not a guy who has a lot of fluff he's a guy who makes you really think about what you're doing and why you're doing it and he even does it with me with my companies and Every time we talk, you know, he's kind of challenging me with why I'm doing what I do and, you know, kind of talking about intent. And it, it's cool to see that. And I saw, like you said, like you guys weren't even just training. Like you guys were out eating. You guys were out in Jersey Shore. You were doing things. What was that like to be with someone who has those same goals as you, who's not in your room every day? It's not somebody at Penn State. It's not somebody you're training with year-round, but it's somebody who you can meet up with, train. You share the same goals. And, and I got to imagine it kind of breathes fresh life into you to get that perspective from somebody else who you're not always around. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like now it's like, now he, now we're like, okay, when are we doing this again? We had so much fun. It's like, <laughs> when are right. we doing this again? You know what I mean? So like, I might go at the end of this weekend. I'm not sure. We got a lot of rules going on with the school and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, about the testing of crap. But like now we're planning on the next time and now we're planning our, like who else is going to come and, we're already yeah. just looking for the future. Like we just had, we just had so much fun and you know, he, he's working hard. I'm working hard. I'm showing him tricks. He's showing me his tricks. And like, you know, it's just, it's just a good time. I think hanging around people with similar mindset is just, I think it makes things so much better because you don't always get that all the time. No. And I think so many people's egos hurt them. And instead of getting better from somebody, they either hold on to a loss or, Hey man, this is competition next year and I can't be showing him this or that but you've kind of got that perspective of iron sharpens iron. I mean, it's biblical. It's been around for a while now that iron does sharpen iron. You can get better. And, you know, I'm curious too. One of the other things you've been doing that I've noticed to, to kind of grow your brand and, and have fun with this creating content. I mean, you're creating freaking content on a rooftop of a parking garage. What led to that drive to create more content and kind of be more active socially like you've been? Yeah, you know, I've uh, I'm a pretty decent following for me for me being where I'm at. I mean, I haven't really won much, but uh, but you know, I think it's just uh, just uh, I don't know if I'm gonna do something. I want to be a little bit different, add a little my own style to it, be a little wavy, and uh, make other people want to have to top that. And uh, I think I just enjoy, you know, I have some friends back home that are big on the filming stuff, and uh, he's like, if we're gonna do something, we gotta kill it. So like some of the videos <laughs> on the rooftop and stuff yeah. like that, like me running on the treadmill, like all that stuff it was all planned and stuff, but like, it's just, uh, you know, it's just to put that out there and, uh, cause there's just so much on social media that we just, we just want to one up people. So it's just being different. You know, I don't want to be the same, like, like on Twitter too, sometimes I'll just joke around and troll. That's just me being different. <laughs> I get people, I get, 
I literally get people fired up for no reason. Like I really don't, <laughs> I really don't care what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not that serious, but people just get the wrong concept, and it's funny. But like all these people tweet at me when I when I start uh, talking about little things. But you really think they're gonna gonna get a tweet uh, tweet back? No, but it's just it's just to get people fired up. And you know, there's a lot of people who I think they're on the edge of having a good personality and being able to create good content. And they don't for a plethora of reasons, whether it's, you know, nervous for putting yourself out there or one of the things that I've seen arguably the most is not wanting to get distracted from goals. Wrestling such a hard sport. And I think at times wrestlers make it even harder, but you know, it is a valid point to not want to get distracted and not get caught up in whether it's looking at social media, whether it's focusing on creating content. And you know this as well as probably anybody. You got to, when you're really starting to post a lot on social media to build a brand, you got to schedule stuff out. You got to, you know, really think about it. It takes time. How have you found a way to not get distracted and have fun and not take it too seriously? To where you kind of have the best of both worlds. You're putting out content, you're building your brand, but it, it appears on the surface, at least, you're not letting it distract you too much. Yeah, because I mean, well, with this quarantine and all this stuff going on, and uh, you know, I'm around good people, so like I have people who, who help me out, first give me good, they're like yeah. give me good, uh, give me good uh, leads and stuff like that. But with this quarantine and virus going on, everyone has time. So like time, like. Especially when we were all on lockdown, I was thinking of videos. We were, you know, we were already yeah. planning stuff, and uh, there's no competition anytime soon. So, what are you going to get distracted from? Like, you go, you work out for two hours a day, being on social media. Like, it's not really a distraction. It's how you all deal right. with it. It's not like we're wrestling. Like, you know, when it's if we're in season, lean up to nationals, big tens. All right, I'm off that stuff. I don't need to be on it. Yeah. But right now, there's like when we were um, when I was getting ready for uh, the Mueller match a week out, I really laid off of it. I posted when I had to because we had to post a couple times just to get the people pumping and like, it just yeah. as like to post this and stuff to, so people can watch. But during that week I stayed off of it and that was it. You know, it's not that hard to stay off of it. I just delete the apps off my phone. But other than that, like right now, this is the time when everyone's not doing anything just to start trolling, grow, grow your brand and uh, create content. And that's what I've been doing. Like that, that Logan Paul crap, I don't care about <laughs> wrestling in, but I just, it was, it was stupid. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I was like, I'm going to post double the piss at you because it's just jokes. It's funny. What is that guy going to do? You know what I mean? Right. And again, yeah. I mean, look at you had over like 600 retweets on that thing. Right. And I yeah. think you have the yeah. mindset too to kind of ebb and flow with it. Like you don't have to do one thing, get stuck in that, which I feel like so many people do. They can't kind of go with the ebbs and flow of creating content. And, you know, I'm doing with the podcast where some weeks I put out three episodes a week, other weeks it's one episode. And for you, it's like, Hey, I have this downtime. Let me take advantage of it. And if come time for NCAA's, Big Tens, Olympic trials, whatever, I'm going to scale back and kind of go with the flow. Is that something you're constantly just thinking about? Like, to I know for me, I'm always thinking about, I want to make sure I'm doing what's best for the brand and, and putting out content and giving value and entertainment to people. But I, I constantly evaluate what's best for me. Right now, we're getting ready to, God willing, start building our house. So I've been a bit more quiet because I've had a lot to deal with. You, on the other hand, have had more time because you're not in competition. You're not doing things. Is that something you're just constantly evaluating, the, whether or not how much time you have and what you want to do with it? No, not really. I mean, you know, uh, like today I was up, like today I tweeted, win the day. Yep. And I was just like, 
I was up at six this morning. I took melatonin last night, knocked it out at like nine. I woke up. <laughs> I had a I did a hard treadmill workout and I was like, I won the I win the day. Let's win the day. Yeah. I got another workout in and stuff like that. But uh just things like that, I just tweet whatever comes to my mind at that moment. But um no, I really just I mean it is like you know, there's not really nothing to look forward to right now. So why not just mess around on that stuff and just have fun? Because once they say college athletes can make some money, guess what? I'm already a step ahead. I'm ready to go. Let's let's do it. I got a brand. I got I got some followers. Let's let's stack up the stack up that money because at the end of the day, that's what's gonna uh, help me live good in the future. But um, what was I gonna say? But yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah. And it makes sense too. Right. Especially now, like you said, like you're not competing, you're not, you know, you did the flow event, but aside from that, it's not like, you know, the college season, this and, and, and the Olympic yeah. trials. And and to that effect, like next year is such a, such a weird year. You already have, I think it was Iowa state came out today and said, you know, we're not wrestling to January 1st. You have the Olympic trials, you have all these things. Have you given much thought to exactly what your plan is or are you still just in kind of i want to stay in shape mode well i i'm just no matter what i have no clue what's going to go on next year and like yeah I, i'm staying in shape no matter what i work out daily like i don't really care if if i'm wrestling or not but well like with all this stuff going on it makes me like it's not even exciting to like i have nothing to look forward to like was football getting canceled like right now i don't even think there's going to be a season so like i'm not even worried about yeah you know what I mean? I'm, not, I'm just like I'm, right now, I'm just hoping for the worst. Like, the way I see it is I just saw a tweet was uh, North Carolina. They sent their kids back, and now they're all online within a week. And I have a feeling that's going to be Penn State. And, like, I give it about a month, and we're all going to be sent back home. And it's just going to be a mess. So, right now, I'm just not really focusing on that. I'm just controlling what I can control. And I'm just going to keep training and uh, doing me, pop out on Twitter, troll a little bit, and uh, <laughs> just keep living because that's all I can do right now. You know what I mean? So, like, I can't, I can't, I can't control, get mad at stuff that I can't control. So, they're yeah. the season of the season. If not, I mean, we already had the Nationals canceled. We can't get any worse than that. So, For sure. And have you let go of that? Like, I imagine it's got to be such a hard thing. You know, you were runner-up at Big Tens, and yeah. you're as talented and as skillful as any guy in that weight class. And, and I like Rivera, Gross. I like these guys. But you're just as talented. You're just as skillful. And, you know, there's a lot of different conversations about that. And I can't imagine as an athlete, like, letting that go. You train so hard. Have you gotten to that point to where you're letting go of what happened and just focusing on the future now? Oh yeah, I'm over it. I mean, it's, we can't we can't go back now, but uh, we'll see if it comes back and haunts me in in the future. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And have you given much thought to what you want to do with the Olympic trials next year, or have you given you know, any thought to it? Man, this senior nationals, I really want to make 57, but I'm such in the middle. It sucks. I really, I really don't know. Cause like I'm a lean body, you know what I mean. Like I don't. Well, I don't Rivera's like 20 pounds heavier than you. I saw yeah, the scale saw picture. That, yeah, last, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was funny after our first workout. You know that uh, his dad's clubs road nice in uh, New Jersey. Shout out to them. They uh, they got some good kids in there. But uh, yeah, we had a hard first workout and it's hot in there, so we're just sweating. Step on the scale. I'm 138. He steps on the scale. He's 158. That's like, wow, 20 pounds. It doesn't matter that. It's crazy. How did you do against him with such a weight difference? You know, honestly, it wasn't even, it wasn't even, we're not even trying to take each other out. You know, he's just showing me his angle pick and uh, we're play wrestling, just flowing. You know, I'm jumping around. He's like, at yeah. the wrestling, he's like, wow, you really, you really got a good feel, stuff like that. And we're just getting to the positions and uh, just different kind of positions, all kinds of stuff, getting some good scrambles and pretty much just moving the whole time. And, uh, 
and just things like that. We're not like we're not looking to wrestle live. Like I, yeah. mean, I don't think I don't think we went hard live once. Would would drill hard, but I mean yeah. that's about it. We're not trying to see who's better. I could care less if he's better. Plus he's a little bit bigger, but, but like we're not even <laughs> in there to to make a point. You know what I mean? We're just yeah. I'm teaching him how to flip out of doubles and stuff, and he's like, "Yo, this shit's fire!" Like he can <laughs> add that into his. He's like, "Where all these tricks he got is mad cool." Like now he wants to start doing it, and yeah. then. And just stuff like that. So now he's going to add that to his arsenal. And I'm working on his, like, little hand-fighting stuff. So we're just feeding off each other. That's awesome, man. And, and is that the same thing for other guys? Like, I know you're training with Mueller. I know Shane was there. Other guys. Like, is, is that stuff you're doing? You're taking a bit from everybody's arsenal? Well, yeah. Well, Shane, we were just rolling around Shane. You know, he, he saw it. Shane's going to be still good in college. And uh, he's really tough. And then, yeah, he's with Mueller. Stud. Yeah, Sheen's nice. And then, um, yeah, same thing with Mueller, you know. We were just wrestling around. He was like, and I was like, I think when we were messing around, I was like, yeah, this is why I didn't shoot. He had pinched me one. I was like, this is exactly <laughs> why I didn't shoot at the end of the match. There's no need for me. And he was just laughing around. Like, we were just joking around. Like, it's all jokes and uh, and just things like that. And then we got to we got to actually wrestle a little bit in uh, some of the positions he's good at and uh, stuff like that. And then we were drilling hard. So, uh, yeah, we were just filling each other out. Well, it's funny with stuff. Mueller because a lot of people were picking him to beat you. And I was vocal about the fact that I like Mueller a lot. And I had him on this podcast. It was a great conversation. But I said, I think Harvey Wise is just too much to handle for him. And people were mentioning the fact that he beat Piccinini like 10 nothing in no time and beat the streets. And I think when you went out there and, and all of a sudden you hear you win this match 8-1 and it's like, what just happened? And I'm like, I told you guys this was going to happen. I like Mueller, but what was your perspective going into that match? Like, he does have those crazy freestyle moves like that, head pinch and other things that he's capable of. Were you purposely trying to avoid that? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, obviously everyone knows what he's good at, so my game plan is stay out of that. And then just move my feet, man. If I can just move my feet and just get moving, I'm getting better at hand fighting, you know, going with Gilman every day. I'm getting a little bit, uh, getting a little bit more physical in those hand fights. So once I start adding it all together, I think I could be, uh, I think it'd be a lot better than I've been. But yeah, if I'm just moving my feet, dancing around, you know, a lot of people can't really get their hands on me. So I just gotta, just gotta find my rhythm out there. But yeah, you know, I just got, I just had to stay out of his positions, and luckily I came out on top. But uh, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was fun though. I, uh, he helped me a lot. I trained hard for that match. I really wanted to win because, uh, just because I was going out there putting on the show for free, so I'm not trying to lose. <laughs> right. And you mentioned another guy who I love, Gilman. I am yeah. such a Gilman fan, and, you know, I'm even more of a Gilman fan now that he's in the Nittany Lion room. What is it like having him at Penn State? I mean, I know that everything hasn't been kind of normal as it normally is, where you probably see him even more, but what's it like having him in State College? Yeah, you know, it's awesome. He's a cool-ass dude. I think people got – sometimes I think people on the outside really don't know how a cool, cool yep. and was, nice guy he is. He's awesome. You know, he uh, he helps me a lot. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if I help him, but I try to give him the feel he wants. He'd be scrapping in there. And, yeah, he's good. I That's my pick right there for the Olympic team right there. I'm I'm supportive of him. I'm, I think, yeah, he's good. I just – I'm like, I wrestle him. I'm just like, wow, I don't know how anyone else. I'm like, <laughs> what happens when you guys wrestle? I mean, I always try, I always try the crazy stuff. He's just like solid <laughs> hand fighting, stay in position. Sometimes I get away with it. And sometimes he just uh, hand fights me to death. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it's awesome. I need that kind of stuff. I give him the speed and the scrambles. He gives me the, the stinginess, attitude, and do, do, do. 
<laughs> and he's such a great guy because he does bring something different than so many people do. He's that guy who brings a different flair to the room. And I've heard multiple stories and he's told me some stories of what he does in the room and, and kind of helping people. And when he came on the podcast, he was telling me about how much he wants to help others. And whether it's a guy like you who has an NCAA title in front of him still to, to try to win and younger guys, he, he wants to do that. Have you noticed that with him, that there's an element of like, he wants to be that coach Gilman. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, We've clicked off pretty good. We, every t- anytime I get my chance to go with him, I'm like, yo, you trying to go? Yo, yo, yo. Like, we put in extra little sit-ups and stuff. And, uh, he, I mean, I'm not going to tell him I look up to you, but, yo, I look up to him a lot. And uh, yeah. and I'm pretty sure he knows that. You know, all, all those guys, I think Nanny Line just has so many different kind of people that you can just pick their brains and just love, look up to. That's why I love it so much. But, but yeah, I look up, look up to him a lot. That dude, uh, he's a savage. I love the crap. I love that crap. Yeah, he, he's the man. I'm probably going to head down to State College. We uh, we got a, a, a sitting coffee meeting that I, I can't wait to pick his brain on some stuff offline, yeah. off the air, off text messages, off everything. Yeah. Um, so awesome, man. Last thing here before I let you go, you know, you've had a busy couple of months training in California at the training lab, training in Jersey with Rivera, wrestling the flow card. Coming up these next couple of months, everything obviously is so crazy up in the air right now. But what do you got coming up? You know, what, what do you got going on that people can look forward to and, and follow you along for? Uh, I'm just going to keep trolling on Twitter and uh, posting some good content on Instagram and uh, just going to do what I can do. I'm, always, I'm just going to be training all the time, get as much work as I can, and just keep trolling involved with this sport. But other than that, I mean, I think Fight TVs have another car. I'm not sure if I can hop on that, but I'm will, I'm down to wrestle anyone anytime if there's ever, if there's another card or anything that's coming up. But uh, but yeah, I'm already getting a little bored. So I was just thinking that like, as you're talking, you know, it, it's funny how hungry you're staying. And I know that a lot of wrestlers are hungry now because they're not competing. And this is as long as a lot of you high level wrestlers have taken off the mat. What is it that's keeping you so hungry now? Is it that you're not wrestling? Is it a renewed sense of you don't know what you got till it's gone where we're kind of losing some of our liberties right now or freedoms or things we're used to? Yeah, I think it's just that, like, there's just so much, like, you just don't know what's going to happen. Like, like I said, like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just expecting the worst at this point. So, like, if there's a scene, then that's a blessing. If there's not, then I'm just like, I think you're right. Yeah, we just don't know what happens. Uh, until it's gone. I think that's a big yeah. thing. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, I'm going to let you go enjoy the night and plan some content. Thank you for hopping on here for a few minutes. I'm sure it won't be the last time. And everybody listening, go follow him. He is posting some of the most awesome content. <laughs> if you're a wrestling fan. I don't care if you're three years old, 30 years old, or 70 years old. You will enjoy the content. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram. Are you on Facebook yet? Do you have a Facebook page? You got to make Yeah, one. I got a Facebook page. It's not too big yet, but I got a regular Facebook, but I'll, I'll accept anyone. <laughs> yeah. All right. So go add him on there. RBY, thank you, man. We will chat soon. Let's do it. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at Justin J. Bash on Twitter. I'll be back with another episode shortly.
See ya. And the beat goes on.